0: From funding to finances, set up to staffing, the CEO Coach will break down the art of business development from the ground up by one of the experts of online business growth, management and development. Now, here to get you started is your CEO Coach, Jillian Musig.
1: So welcome to this program of CEO Coach. I'm Jillian Musig from SEO Moz, known as SEO Mom. I want to welcome all the CEOs around the world today. I'm speaking with someone who is at the very beginnings of micro-startup. If you've thought about starting your own company or if you are into the, the rigors of building your own company, it often seems like, well, those folks can do it, but it becomes just an overwhelming burden. And I'm here to say no excuses. I'm here with Paradon Williams today. Paradon, welcome to the show.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Glad All right. To be here.
1: Good to have you, Paradigm, You're in the amazing beginnings of a business. You started it about six years ago as a nonprofit effort, not even as a nonprofit organization, yes. and overcoming huge challenges. Tell us a little bit about what the name of your company is or your your organization is right now.
2: Uh, the name of my organization is um, Fifty Ways to Help Another.
1: Okay, and how did you come to this idea it's a book I know yeah yeah so how did you come to the idea of writing this book and how does it come together how is this book written
2: well well I um I was homeless I walked away from life my mom got killed and I walked away from life I became homeless well not really homeless I was houseless and the reason I say houseless because I always had a home in my heart but I just needed a house to put it in but at the time, I didn't want a house to put it in. I was content mm-hmm. with being the way I was. But uh, uh, I was selling a street paper called Real Change. Mm-hmm. And people, sometimes I would say, hey, look, do you want to buy the paper or not? If not, just get away from me, you know. And that was the attitude I had. But people just refused not to help me. And people became the answer. People became my answer. I had to give in to what was inevitable. And, and that was the people. Mm -hmm. And so after a while, people would tell me, you know, when they couldn't buy the paper, they'd say, I'm sorry, I couldn't help you. But the way I was and what I was going through, just talking to me, period, was helping me. So I start drawing these little lists up of different ways to help people, like five different ways to help people, Mm -hmm. a couple things to do just because, and then some words of the week. And then I would staple them on the paper every week Mm -hmm. to let people, like confirmation to let people know that, hey, this handshake is cool. Or to Mm -hmm. see you helping somebody else is actually helping me.
1: Okay. So this then formed from a paper and a concept of helping and all of that, from personal experience into essentially an organization, kind of a one-man organization to start with, into helping other folks. Tell us about the book. How is the book written? You don't write it all yourself. Tell us who does. No, no. Uh,
2: The book is written... It is, there is an African proverbs that says, if you come across something that pleasures or benefits your life in any sort of way, you then have a moral obligation to share with others.
1: Okay. And well, starting with that concept, you find something good, share it with others. Okay. Yeah. Then, so
2: the uh, what has pleasure and benefit my life is people. Okay. So this book, one half written by me, 50 ways to help another. Mm-hmm. The other half written by people who have pleasure or enhance my life in any sort of way. So whether we shared a handshake, a hug, a smile, whatever, I can tell people about our encounter, about us Mm -hmm. meeting. But in order to share people with other people, I have the people write something for the book.
1: So what you have is what we call in the tech world user-generated content right? You've met people, you've made a connection, and everyone who is part of this book has agreed to provide user-generated content. So that's very interesting stuff. At the very lowest levels, we're talking about social media marketing. You got out there, you made connections, and they put stuff in the book, and then you make this book and get it out to the general public. Now, tell me about making the book. How do you do that? I mean, People buy the book, I understand that, Um, but more than that, you've got a lot of help in building this book. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about the sponsors, for example. How do you get your sponsors?
2: The sponsors are, they're local businesses, local Mm -hmm. businesses in, in my Belltown community basically Mm-hmm. And, uh, some out in Redmond, Washington.
1: So these are all for those of you who are listening around the world. These are all folks who come from the Seattle area, these Seattle, are King neighborhoods, County, King right. neighborhoods throughout yeah.
2: Puget Sound. Yeah, okay, yeah, Puget Sound neighborhoods. Okay. So we have Redmond. Uh, there's a PCC out there, Redmond. There's Soul Food Books, um, and basically Belltown. The rest of them is mm-hmm. Bell There's a couple of businesses out in West Seattle. Um,
1: so you connected with people who were part of these organizations, and they agreed to sponsor your book. Yeah. Okay. They, they were
2: part, of, they were my, um, they were my community. See, mm-hmm. because I was homeless at the time, houseless, mm-hmm. my community was wherever I laid my head, wherever I went, mm-hmm. that became my community. So when I started this, this is where I went to get my sponsorship, because mm-hmm. those people already knew about me, and they see me growing. Mm-hmm. They didn't just see a person trying to sell, trying to make it day by day. They've seen a person trying to make a difference.
1: Okay. So again, for those of you who are listening, what I'm really trying to say is when it seems like you can't make the sale, when it seems like nobody is listening to your um, unique selling proposition, when you feel like you're much too small to compete against the big guys, take a look at what just happened. We've got to a- fellow who you know ran into some seriously tough times was without a house rather than homeless as you say houseless literally sleeping on the street and yet was able to convince local businesses not just a mom and pop store but something like you said PPC this is the Puget Sound Co-op for uh, natural food so it's a fairly good sized local Uh, Enterprise here. He convinced folks like that to support him by placing ads in a book that he was going to half write and half other people have write as well. Extraordinary capacity to be clear about your goals to generate a sense of confidence Mm -hmm. and a sense of uh, capability to build something and to make a difference in your community. Well, there's one
2: thing I really really want to say about the people who have contributed to the book, not just the sponsors, but the people who who wrote for the book. That is, if they were a sponsor and they sponsored their business, that was their contribution. Mm
0: -hmm. It was
2: just like submitting a poem or quote or something like that, because that is what... They contributed to the That's cost. What they
1: were able to contribute. And right. they know
2: that the book mm-hmm. is, is, is put together to enhance
1: mm-hmm.
2: the quality of life for anybody who reads mm-hmm. it. So
1: and at the same time, you know, these business people, not necessarily businessmen, but business people, were able to deduct it from their advertising budget. It's and different. that makes a big difference. It meant that they were able to find budget to support Somebody they thought yeah. was doing good. But it's pretty if, good if, stuff.
2: If you met the people in my Belltown community,
1: mm-hmm.
2: I mean, they are they are angels. <laughs> they are they are. They I are. believe it. You know, I believe it. They're actually my medication. There you go. Yeah. and it's, it's reciprocal.
1: All right. So well. when we come back, we're going to talk about um, how you get this user-generated content, how you start from these nascent beginnings, and what the larger goal is going to be, what uh, Paradon's ideas are of where this organization is going and is growing to. This is Jillian Musig with Paradon at CEO Coach.
0: Stay tuned. More on how to build your business on the web with the CEO Coach right after this. If you want to increase your internet marketing revenue, look for The Raven. Go to raventools.com. That's raventools.com. We're rocking the world with LinkedIn. Hey, it's
1: Mike O'Neill and Lori Rupp, the
0: LinkedIn rock stars. We are ready to rock your world with LinkedIn. Join your fearless leaders, Mike and Lori, as they reveal insider secrets. Because I know the secrets,
1: don't I, Mike?
0: Chat with other LinkedIn gurus. We have, we have great guests on our show, and today is no exception at all. And answer your LinkedIn questions.
1: All caps, Mountain Dew, comma space, all little letters, SLEEP. Uh-huh.
0: Rock the world with LinkedIn. Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Our clients have earned over $1 billion. Now it's your turn. With over 20,000 products to promote across a huge variety of niches, ClickBank provides countless ways for any affiliate to make money State of Search, Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the International Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. We're back with Jelly and Music, the CEO coach, only on WebmasterRadio.fm.
1: And welcome back. It's good to have you here this week Um, on a beautiful Monday morning. It's Jillian Music, CEO coach with Paradon Williams, who is essentially the CEO of his organization (laughs) called uh, 50 Things to Do Just Because... And 50 ways to help another. Uh, Paradon um, is well known in the streets of Seattle here. Uh, now he is no longer without a home, but he's still running a nonprofit organization of one largely, but with user generated content and with a large number of, uh, amount of support from local merchants. Um, the folks who are essentially your customers are folks on the street who would read your stuff, and that doesn't mean anybody who's homeless. For example, you met me, and I was simply commuting to work, and you shared, if you will, your one-page flyer advertisement with me, which was 50 Ways to Help Another. Yeah. right? I have
2: passed out over 100,000 of them since 2008.
1: 100,000, okay. Yeah. It's an extraordinary number. And
2: another thing I want to say about those is uh, Trey Printery, who's mm-hmm. the one who's, who prints the, uh-huh. the guts of the book, uh-huh. They now give me the list free. So, so
1: Okay, so Trade Printery is yeah. donating this list They donate free. the list. So folks in Seattle, Trade Printery is your printer if, you know, you're looking for some good folks to work with. Those are folks with, you know, hearts well, in the right place. Now, Belltown, okay.
2: Belltown Man Press,
1: uh-huh. Brenda
2: Caslow, she does the cover.
1: Okay, so Belltown Minuteman Press, then, another really good folks then, sitting in downtown Seattle, and then the
2: bindery is done by Phil's bindery. So just
1: Phil's bindery. Yeah. Okay. Where's Phil's bindery? Phil's bindery's
2: in South Park.
1: In South Park. So all of you Seattleites, those are really good folks to be supporting because they're supporting good things, and you yeah, know I approve of that. But
2: nobody other than Trey Printery does a center. Mm-hmm. And, and, and Kevin Snyder over there, he's very patient because the book changes every month. That's because right. people add to the book every month.
1: How Isn't many it? books are printed every month? It
2: just, it just depends. Well, are we talking 50
1: to 100 or 1,000 to 5,000?
2: No, no, 50 to 100.
1: About 50 to 100. Yeah. And yeah. are you hoping to I've make a 1,000 of them? Yet. I've never got to 100. Okay, yet. not quite 100. Because I walk around uh-huh. and distribute so, and so on. What's your next goal? What are you hoping to print? Five hundred, a thousand. What are you hoping?
2: I'd I'd like to get like five thousand. Five
1: thousand is your next goal. All right, so we put it right out there. Yeah.
2: See, the thing is, is uh, when I'm out there, because of the sponsors, a lot of times uh, I'll talk to somebody about the book, and they might not have the money to get the book right there, Mm -hmm. but I just give it to them. Okay. Because of the sponsors.
1: That's right. And that's what the sponsors are enabled. And although I
2: I, like like the Department of Corrections, Mm -hmm. there's a lady over there, Mrs. Mills. Uh, I've given her the PDF, which I have to give her a new PDF because Mm -hmm. the old one was like when there was only like 40 people to write write for Mm -hmm. the book. Now, the 50, my goal was to get 50 people to write for the book. There's 268.
1: All right. 268 folks. Okay. So you're going to now take this to the next level. Let's talk about what some of those elements will be to grow this concept of an organization called 50 ways to help each other. Um, I know that there's going to be this concept of a hug day. You've already had some, and they happen on the 20th of the month, right? The 20th of May, uh, what uh, other of, months? Of, uh, of
2: uh, November.
1: Okay, of November.
2: November, May. No, November, February, May, and August.
1: Okay, so November, February, May, and August. The next one, of course, coming up May 20th May of 20th. 2011, and then August 20th and so on. So the idea of this hug is going to be that folks get together and maybe have a group hug, which is kind of fun stuff. But more than that, you were talking about just, maybe you could read a little piece of this. What is it you had in mind? Because it's not that formal.
2: I'll read exactly what it says here. It says, uh, National Group Hug Days, February 20th, May 20th, August 20th, November 20th, of all the years to come. Herodon Williams, 50 ways to help another, asked that everyone participate in at least one group hug. All you need is three or more willing participants. These group hugs are an attempt to show some love, share some love, and spread some love. It is okay to have these hugs anywhere. Work, school, home, on the streets, inside, outside, on the elevator, wherever, for any cause at all, or no cause at all. It's all good. Have as many hugs with as many people as you like, as many people as you can, as long as the people are willing to participate. Remember, one group hug is enough. However, a thousand is not too many. Okay. And the warning is, group hugs are very inspiring and fun. Therefore, this behavior can be very addictive. You may find yourself repeating these hugs time and time again for the rest of your life. There's no known cure. When you got it, you got it.
1: Excellent. That's what we're hoping for. So now we're talking about viral media. Again, you're doing this viral marketing um, person-to-person, and now you're taking it to the web. So I understand you already have a Facebook page, which will be working here uh, to help you expand and to uh, get fans and so on. It was set up uh, because you became a public person. You got more than 500 fans without essentially giving it an effort, and suddenly Facebook had this page waiting for you, uh, which was pretty cool. You've now got more than 700 fans, and you'll be beginning to optimize the value of that as it spreads around the world. So... As people are listening here, we're hoping some of them will become involved, if you will, to improve the quality of the connection of communities in their own uh, cultures and in their own spaces all around the world. Uh, Group hug doesn't (coughs) resonate with everybody. As you know, and Mm -hmm. I think you just talked to me recently about, you know, going to visit folks in an old age home, uh, going to visit folks who are less fortunate, whatever you decide, and just making, if you will, a spiritual connection, which means talking to somebody, sitting with them for a while, uh, sharing a moment. And that, too, could be considered in a more ethereal way, a hug. And Uh, that's perfectly fine.
2: If you... you if you positively, if you want to, get, if you get out there and you positively like pray for people, then, then that's a group hug because you're embracing people
1: that's in your right. own
2: spiritual way.
1: Okay, a lot of so, people don't
2: like to touch. That's you right. Don't have to.
1: Okay. So that's a very good way for lots of folks to get involved. And naturally, there would be a really good thing if you could have, uh, if you will, buttons that say 50 ways to help another and everybody gets involved in it. Uh, Just by identifying yourself with a sticker, a patch, a button, or something makes a human connection as we send out media on the web and then takes it offline somebody just shows up in an elevator tries to give you a hug it's a little weird you know but if both of you are wearing a button that says 50 ways to help another you go i know what you're talking about hug you know and then everybody's happy so that's kind of fun
2: um
1: as you i guess the the first thing you're asking folks today would be maybe to friend you on facebook to spread the word around and ask their friends to friend you on Facebook um, and asking a few folks to maybe step up to the plate and say look I'll spearhead this kind of push, this movement into our own communities to improve the quality of life and the connection of people." Now
2: I'm going to tell you one thing you know this is really important and and um, I guess it could be kind of a humbling thing but you don't really have to friend me on Facebook to, to head out a group of people to go out and have group hugs. now
1: well, that's even better. It helps, though, if we're all connected in some yeah. space, because that way you can share information with them and they can share their experiences back. And I think you're hoping they'll send photos and, and talk and the photos about it and YouTube all that.
2: Facebook, however, you know, we just want yep. to have. Eventually, right. I would like to set a record for the largest group hug.
1: All right, so there's a big goal. Yeah. Um, and tell me how you think that might play out. Where do you think it'll take place? Well,
2: well it's going to be unfair because of the arena size, but I think the Dallas Stadiums will.
1: Well, no, wait, wait. Win. Have you been to Beijing yet?
2: Well, I haven't been. I right. haven't now, been.
1: now, they're huge. <laughs> oh, they got, okay, so
2: yeah, so maybe I, the I,
1: Bird's Nest is even yeah. bigger. Wow! I,
2: I feel that. I feel that the largest group hug will be will be in a stadium, in an uh-huh. in an arena yeah. at a at a sporting event.
1: That sounds probably correct. I and think so you're probably in the right. United
2: States, Dallas mm-hmm. got the biggest stadium, mm-hmm. so you, you know, think
1: it'll be there? All right, it, it, it'll
2: be there. Right. You know, I don't know. I don't know about other countries because I don't know about how the mm-hmm. hugging thing works.
1: Mm-hmm. That's know, true. But, they but, might, or yeah. they might just think of a hug in a different way. It might right. be just pressing palms or whatever it yeah. is, so that everybody yeah. does well, a little that, bit that, like the wave, right? Could be, that could be. They could press palms. Mm-hmm. That's, how that's press hugs. That's hugs.
2: You know, press palms. You know, there you go. I know. I got my little kid sitting next me. I to press the other side. Them, you know. That's <laughs> no. right.
1: That's different, yeah. yeah. But that's pretty cool. So that's that's quite a, a feat if we can pull that kind of thing off. Um, I know you have a larger, a broader goal Um All of these things that you're creating around activities on and off the web, the group hug idea, spreading out the book, sharing your list, these are all um, tools, if you will, marketing tools to get to the broader goal of helping folks beyond things like detox and then going back into the cycle of being on the street and so on, what you called transition. Can you define transition for our listeners? Um,
2: Transition is uh, like reiterating. It's, um, it is, um, um, like, um, a synonym to my, my meaning of transition would be rectify.
1: Okay, so and, that would mean so it's putting not really, things it's not right. Really
2: a tra- it's not really a transition, but it's getting things back to working order. Okay. Getting okay. things where they can sustain themselves. Okay. So
1: rather than simply becoming clean of of drink or drugs or whatever that issue might be, you'd say you would be looking at establishing um, the ability to work on a regular basis, which would require emotional support perhaps, uh, training in a field, um, a good entry-level job, and maybe most important, this community around the person to support them forever.
2: Well, I'll, I'll tell you one thing. There's there's a poem. It's by Robert Frost. It's called "The Road Not Taken."
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It's going back and taking another road.
1: Yes, I know that poem. It's yeah. wonderful. Exactly. So, those of you who are listening, check out that poem by Robert Frost, "The Road Not Taken." It will help to describe what's going on here. We're going to take another break here at CEO Coach, and when we come back, we're going to talk about immediate goals, the marketing process, and sure. Before we take the, our break. The road,
2: by the way, the the role not taking was submitted to my book by uh, Clayton Xavier Williams Jr., who's fourteen years old and lives in San Diego.
1: All uh, right. So
2: he submitted it to my book. So is Robert Frost submitted by Clayton Xavier Williams? All
1: right. So even children are submitting yeah, to your book. from five okay. to ninety-five. There you go. So when we get back, we're going to talk about again the next stages of goals, the kind of marketing plans in place, and how micro organizations can get off the ground. Again, no excuses here on CEO Coach.
0: Stay tuned. More on how to build your business on the web with the CEO Coach right after this. at
1: bruceclay.com. As you know, being an expert at f*** What did she say? requires lots of practice and a great tool. Think you could use some help with f***? Whoa! You're not alone. Hundreds have used our tool to take their f*** performance to the next level. The
0: language!
1: Of course, we're talking about managing Facebook ads on a Quizio. Oh... Buy track manage optimize and report on media across all major ad networks. Visit aquizio.com to get a demo today. Aquizio search social display one platform.
0: Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org
2: now.
1: Advance your affiliate marketing efforts every week on Affiliate Buzz. Thursdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm.
0: We're back with Jelly and Music, the CEO coach, only on WebmasterRadio.fm.
1: And welcome back to the final portion of the show. Today we're talking about micro-business and micro-organizations. I'm chatting with um, uh, Paradon Williams. Paradon is an unusual name, um, and so very memorable. That helps to get your word out, I'm sure. Um, You've been doing a lot of on-the-ground social media marketing, if you will, uh, touching, talking, and so on. And at the moment, you're completely pre-revenue. You've got folks supporting the development, of the book, but not enough, for instance, to have uh, an organization office or have folks who might be employed by that.
2: Right, but let me tell you what I do have. I have a team of compassionate individuals and capable too. Mm-hmm. One of the places where I go to uh, to sell the paper and pass my list out is on is right in the King by the King County Building, King County Public Health Building, the Chinook Building, mm-hmm. and I've befriended. Just about everybody that works in the building.
1: Okay.
2: You have the King County Public Nurse, the King County Public Health, whatever. Those people over there, these are people who have the skills to do jobs that would pay six figures. But mm-hmm. they're in the health field. They're in a position where they're trying to make differences in other lives. Mm-hmm. So half the people in the building, a lot of them have written for my book, have mm-hmm. written for the book. And so I, I already know that I have a team of individuals, not just from there, but from that area, Mm -hmm. from Belltown area, from Redmond area, who will be a part of the organization.
1: Mm -hmm. And so these are your advisors and your employees, if you will, because they're they're already in the field. Okay,
2: they're already in the Mm -hmm. field. You know, and when the organization starts, they already have the expertise and they know the sincerity of my heart of wanting to get something like this Mm -hmm.
1: going. Okay. So, um, in the broadest sense, you're looking for us not to mess up that end game, as we often do with quick fixes and band-aids, but you're looking for lifelong support systems for folks who are at greatest risk and greatest need. You already have, if you will, advisors, user-generated content uh, uh, providers, and so on, and you're looking to grow that. I understand you're about to put the book on the web as well. So, will this be through Facebook and Facebook groups?
2: Well, probably that's the start.
1: That will be the start, and then yeah. it, perhaps its own website. Yeah. So again, if anybody's listening here that wants to step up to the plate to make that website happen or to help with the Facebook page, it would be great to make a connection with Paradon Williams. Paradon, how do people connect with you via email? What's your email address? My, my
2: email address is fifty ways to help at Gmail. That's five zero ways to help at mm-hmm. Gmail. Okay. com and um, that's how people, okay. you can get in contact with me.
1: So, 50 ways to help at gmail.com. Yeah. Okay, and that's how you get a hold of Paradon. If you can be of some support, whether you want to place an advertisement in this thing, it is going just not just national but international now. Uh, if you can build a website, if you can uh, help with the Facebook page development and spreading the word there, or if you just want to spearhead a little bit of a group getting oh, together goodness. in your community that would do something for uh, the hug day, right? Mm -hmm. Which would be the next one coming up May 20th and then August 20th. We're hoping some of you folks will step up to the plate and help this viral marketing uh, juggernaut get moving and off the ground. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much Paradon. Is there a thought that you'd like to leave the listeners with as they go on with their daily business and have to build these things sometimes against all odds?
2: Well, that's a tough one. But um, there's some words that I I like to tell people. Um, First of all, my favorite quote is Albert Einstein. It is, uh, imagination is everything. It is the preview of coming attractions. I love it. Okay, and then another one, this is something that I just tell people. It's, uh, in comparison to the amount of time there is, you may only exist for one minute. It's what you do with that minute that counts.
1: It's what you do with that minute that counts. Thank you so much. It's been a tremendous pleasure, Paradon, and we hope to have you back on the show. This is Jillian Music at CEO Coach. You can catch this show and all the others at webmasterradio.fm and download it through iTunes.